it's the next level. Lucky Yates. Hey there, this is Jimmy Simpson. Hello, this is Brad Sherwood. Hi, this is Claire Coffey. This is Andy Daly. Hey there, this is Kevin Durant. Hi, I'm Chris Parnell. Hey, this is DJ Fine. Hey y'all, this is David Hoffman. You are listening to Next Level Have Fun. Hello and welcome into this edition of the Next Level Showcast here on the Next Level Radio Podcast Network. I am Adam Gorey and today I talk to Michael Carbonaro of the Carbonaro Effect on True TV. I also talked to him about his tour, which is about to wrap up pretty soon, as you'll hear. Uh, but make sure you check out michaelcarbonaro.com for tour dates. I know he's going to be in Bethlehem this Friday night, July 6th, so make sure you go if you're in the area. Even if you're not, make the drive out. He's also going to be in Atlantic City at the Borgata. Before I play the interview for you, make sure you go to nextlevelradioonline.com. Listen to all the other podcasts on the network. There's a lot of great content out there for you to hear. Also, be sure to go on iTunes and Google Play and subscribe to the Next Level Showcast as well as the other podcasts on the network. Just to give you a few examples of some of the podcasts, as there are a plethora of them, you have shows like this one, the Showcast, The Melting Pat, DC Primetime, Contalk, Caffeine Crew, Two Fat Dudes, Oyster Mill Playhouse Theater. We Have to Go Back, which is a Lost podcast. If you like Lost, just check them all out. Go to nextlevelradioonline.com and check them out. Make sure you also go check out the Carbonaro Effect, which is on True TV Thursdays at 10 p.m. New episodes going on right now in case you missed the tour and you still want to get your, your fill of Michael Carbonaro. But again, like I said, if you can make it out to one of those live shows, July 6th, 7 p.m. at the Sands in Bethlehem, July 7th at the Borgata in Atlantic City. The Bethlehem show is at 7 p.m. There's actually two shows for the Borgata. On July 7th, there's a 4 o'clock show and an 8 o'clock show. This gives you a couple different options to uh, to make it out. Really great show. If you've never seen the Carbonara Effect, I definitely recommend it. Who doesn't love magic? And who doesn't love hitting camera shows? And who doesn't love a little bit of pure entertainment? Michael was nice enough to join me on July 4th while he's out in Vegas wrapping up his tour dates there. So spend a little Independence Day with him. And uh, I'll play that for you right now. So how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Uh, happy 4th. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm just finishing up a run in uh, Las Vegas here. So we're going right from our Las Vegas run over to uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I saw that. You're going to be um, at the Sands, and then you're going to be in Atlantic City, right, after that? That's right. Yeah, at the Borgata. Yeah, is that, and then that is that it? That's the end? That's it. That's it for now, yeah, and then I'm back into production on the TV show for a little while. Okay, cool. So how, how long does production on a season usually take? We do, um, you know, we write for six weeks, and then we're on the ground for three months. Wow, okay. And where? Yeah. Where does a it? Long time. Where does it? It's typically in New York, right? Where you film? No, actually, we did our first two seasons in Atlanta, Georgia, and now uh, we're shooting in Chicago. Oh. So we kind of like off. yeah, based one place. It's <laughs> kind of based on different uh, tax breaks for production. <laughs> we're a cable TV show, and also um, there's different hidden camera laws depending on the state. Some you know some states don't allow hidden camera. 
Really? And others do. So yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm personally a big fan of the show, and and I watch Impractical Jokers as well on True TV. So I know those guys are in New York, and I know you you did a crossover with them. Uh, at least once. Right? That's right. Oh my God, that was so much fun. Yeah, they're the best. Those guys are the coolest. They were so much fun to play with. They really are just as like crazy and, <laughs> and like their camaraderie with each other. I mean, they they had really cool. Yeah, I know uh, they tour every once in a while too. You guys should do like a combo tour. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, they sweet. do those cruises. I'd love to jump on one of those boats <laughs> sometime. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, so when you're not when you're not filming. And you're not touring, if that if there is a, ever is a time where that's happening. Uh, where do you are you set up in New York, or I know you're originally from New York, that's I, why I keep bringing that. Uh, up. That's right. I'm originally from Long Island, but I live in uh, Burbank, California now. Oh, okay. Enjoying the yeah. West Coast. So, um, I mean, right in the middle of it all. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the show a little bit first, and obviously we'll talk about the tour as well. I mean, first off, it's absolutely so entertaining. I mean, you got people who have no idea what's going on and i think the best part about it is when you're like they obviously don't know they're on a hidden camera show they don't know magic is going on so you're explaining to them trying to convince them of whatever's going on and they're actually like believing you you just make stuff up and then they go with it because that like they don't know that they're watching magic i know isn't it so incredible the kinds of things that people will believe yeah, I mean, I I remember one episode. I think it was uh, it was the one where there was like the the piece of paper that gumballs pop out of. And oh um, sure, yeah. The, the one girl, you're explaining it. You're like, yeah, well, you know, sugar is lighter than air, and she's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I just, know, and you know what? The truth is, on some level, it does, doesn't it? Right. <laughs> it's like I I think like we're like looking for like some nobody wants to, you know, nobody wants. It, we're, we're, we're a trusting breed, humans, right. you know, right. and uh, it, it, it amazes me how beautifully, and I mean all of us, I never point and say they are, you know, it's like, it, it's us, it, it's people, beautifully gullible, and right. people want to believe that there is things they don't know about in the universe, because there is, mm-hmm. and I think that people really get excited to process it, and I always find if you give a little hook, just like what you're saying, you know, sugar is heavier than air. You're like, oh, well, wait, sugar is heavier than air, of course. <laughs> and then you're like, and not that that helps the equation, but it's something <laughs> to hold on to when you're like, you know, knocked off balance. Something to try making sense of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you have like a favorite? Um, I know you've been all over, you've been at like pet shops, obviously like coffee shops, yeah. food shops. Do you have like a favorite type of place you like to go to and do uh, set up for um, the show? A favorite type of place. Yeah, um, like, my, I know that's a I really big do, question. I love the ones where I can hire people, you know, unsuspecting people to come in with me. But I also, my my absolute favorite, I think the best gems you get are just those public, any place that's public where someone's just kind of wandering in on their own accord. Yeah. You know, on the day, like a hardware store or somewhere really just mom and pop, just run of the mill. They really just think they're part, you know, it's part of a regular day because that's that's when you can really get people. So I love pub, just being out in public the most. How long, when you get to a location, how long does that take to set up? Um, let's see. We we'll probably take about four hours in the month, four, five, yeah, six hours total to set wow. up before rolling. Yeah, it's a lot to do. You know, you're hiding. We're hiding real camera dudes, you know, like actual cameramen. 
you know, holding cameras. It's not just all robot, robotic cameras or little cameras. You know, there's a lot of great technologies out there, but the look of our show, we really get it because it's people holding cameras. So we're like hiding people behind screens and like behind like, you know, walls with mirrors, two-way mirrors, etc. So it's a lot to set up. I'm sure it doesn't make it to air, but have there been times where people are like, is that a, is that a camera over there? Like ask you like point blank? Yes, it's easy. Again, you know, like the same kind of BS goes. Like we can say, you now people will say, like, what's that? You know, they don't see a camera, but they'll see like, well, if they see one of the little robo cams. They're just like, oh yeah, we got some extra security in here, <laughs> and they, they're like, oh okay. People are really used to seeing little cameras everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, you they know? have them all over um, the place now. Exactly. Yeah. So that helps. Um, what um, what is like? trying to think this i don't want to get too vague i was going to ask like what's the biggest reaction you've gotten or like most memorable one but i feel like that's really big no no for sure it's the the episode with the crab cats i don't know if you've seen that one but it is the hands down probably the greatest trick plus reaction we've gotten so far um and it takes you know to get a really great carbon neuro effect bit it takes like three things one is the trick has to be good Right. You know, that'd be really interesting. And then the person, it's all about the person, you know, and that, that's that unknown factor stepping into it every single time. We just mm-hmm. don't know which way it's going to go depending on the person. But we had this wonderful woman named Jennifer who literally believed that alien crap steps was right before her eyes. <laughs> and, you know, in a science lab, greatest, strongest reaction of all time. In fact, we even show that in the live tour. We all watch a clip of that together. Um, and it's intense to like, cause everybody watches the show at home, you know, and then to see a clip like that with, uh, tons of other fans, I mean, the crack roller coaster, it's really intense. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that the one thing, so you said about like setting up shop and like a mom and pop shop, but I know typically at least at the end, kind of like you're talking, you have, you bring somebody in who's like working with you for the day. Where do you find those people? Like how do like, what, what process do they go through that? They think they're coming in to help you out for a day, and they get. Oh, you just call, you can call temp. You just call temp agencies to put okay. ads out on Craigslist, or you know, there's a million ways to look for you know people who are looking for a day's worth of work. Or um, there's like literally temp agencies that just have day workers. You know, someone who's available for a day, and they're hopping in to be a receptionist for a day, or you know, hopping in to help you know with inventory. So it's uh, pretty basic. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because I mean, I think sometimes those are the best the best reactions is because I know, you know, I, I don't know what season it is because the best thing about the show is that it like it's always on True TV, even right, during right. Practical Jokers, and like, sure. anytime it's on, I just throw it on, and I'm never I never really know what season I'm watching. I know you got new episodes uh, out now, which is great. Um, yeah, but it was you guys were like in a we're church. in season. Right now, we're actually stepping in to do the back order of season four. Right, yeah. Cause so it, each, um, you know, each season has a front order and a back order, so it's technically the eighth order of... Uh, uh, it's an incredible number. I can't believe... I never thought we'd do this many. It's it's incredible how many we are able to do. Yeah, it's And every... to get out there to do the live the fans, um, you know, to get to... to have them get to watch it live is incredible. I mean, because even I think the most diehard fans of the show mm-hmm. probably wonder on some level if it's like, you know, is this camera tricks and special effects? And yeah. like, am I, I don't know what I'm seeing. So they, they get to come and 
you know, sit right there at the live show and see these things happen right before their eyes, it's re- it really charges everybody up. You know, there's one section in the show where a fish just appears out of nowhere, just like on the TV show, and then an entire aquarium appears from a flat paper bag, and people freak out. I mean, they literally <laughs> freak out, and I've got them. I get them up on stage as well. There's a lot of audience participation during the live show. I mean, it has been so much fun to get to go from town to town and just really to like, you know, introduce them to Michael the Magician because obviously they're so used to Michael the Liar. <laughs> not that I'm not a liar during the show too. But um, I start, start the whole live show off with that whole notion of, well, you guys know I'm a magician, so I'm kind of stuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, you know, it makes things better because it means to lie to you. And in fact, I'm not going to lie to you at all for the rest of the show. And everyone's laughing because they know that I'm totally going to lie, which I do. And when you're watching the live show, there's like mistakes that go on that you're not sure if it's a real mistake or there's a section in the show where somebody from the audience gets pranked just like on the Carbonaro effect and the whole audience gets to be in on it with me. It's, it's really cool. Have you seen the live show? No, I haven't. Um, I'm going to try to oh, make you it got to come. Yeah, I'm going to try yeah. to make it out on Friday when you're at uh, the Sands in Bethlehem, hopefully. Great. So, yeah, because um, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's to- I mean, it's it's the same but different. You know, you got magic like you see on the TV show, and that's you know probably part of why everybody's coming out. But then, like, at the same time, they know to expect magic. It's not like they're yep. caught off guard. So, like, how do you keep – I mean, I guess you've been doing it for so long, you're, you're just kind of used to it. But how do you how do you go from one – extreme to the other, I mean, where people are unsuspecting and then people know that they're coming to see magic. Well, you can know you're coming to see magic and still be completely baffled, which is what happens during the live show. Yeah. Like, they absolutely, they, they're like they're watching today and then you keep catching them anyway. Like I said, the mistakes that are planned in the show, and like, wait, was that supposed to happen? And then <laughs> things tie together and everybody gets really charged up. We prank somebody in the audience together and, uh, you know, I, my favorite part, though, I have to say, of the live show is, you know, and I share this during the show, is that I get a lot of letters from people who watch the Carbonaro Effect. And, uh, you know, one recurring theme I see all the time is people say, you know, that this is, you know, I get letters where they're thanking me. Thank you so much for this show. It's the only show on television that I can watch with my whole family together. Yeah. You know, and we do, like we have family time because of you. We sit down and we pause the screen and argue about how the tricks work. Yeah. And it's like my five-year-old and my 16-year-old together and everyone's arguing and, and having family time and, and thank you for that. And I think that's one of the most amazing things. Uh, you know, and this, the world's kind of crazy and what a beautiful thing to be able to, to bring people together time. And then I get to see that same thing at the live show. You know, it's an all family, wholesome event, and people, it, it's just smiles. It's like bringing so much, so much happiness to so many people, and uh, that's the most incredible part of it. Yeah, I mean, that's the cool thing about magic, is it's it really is ageless. You could be two, or you can be a hundred, yeah, and still enjoy it. Exactly. One more, one more thing real quick, I just want to make a point, um, it's not really even a question, just kind of like one of my favorite things about the show itself. Uh, yeah. and I'll let you get going because I know you're you're in Vegas on the Fourth of July, so I right. mean, I'm not going to take up too much of <laughs> your time. <laughs> um, your disguises on the show are both like hilarious and just like, like out of this world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the various yeah. things that you have to wear. 
I know. Isn't that insane? And I think they're only going to get even crazier. I've just got to get the, you know, to hide myself even more. I love hearing that, though, Adam. That's really funny because, like, yeah, that that's like something that's really been born out of necessity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that some people wouldn't see who I am. I mean, lucky, you know, not everybody watches cable television. There's plenty of people to fool who don't watch TV. But, um, no, the disguises are a real fun part of it. So, yeah, definitely be looking forward to more of those. Yeah, because it's great because people will be like, you kind of remind me of Michael Carmichael. Yeah, 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 but, exactly. But like, they're like confused, and I, I just watched one like the other day. The guy was literally describing the show to you while he was on the I show. Know. You're like, he's like, oh, no, oh the they just play the these guy, magic right? tricks on people and all this other stuff, and and you're like totally waiting for him to draw the connection, and he just never did. So I mean, that kind of stuff is just just hilarious. Were you talking about the toilet paper guy or the uh, the guy with the soda gun? It, I think it was toilet paper. I thought it was paper towels yeah, that... in the box, but maybe it wasn't. Oh, yeah, right, paper. inside the crate. That's so yeah. awesome. So there you go. There is the interview with Michael Carbonar here on the Next Level Showcast on the Next Level Radio Podcast Network. Thanks again to Michael for taking some time out of his 4th of July holiday to talk with me. Again, go check him out Friday, July 6th, this Friday at the Sands Bethlehem Casino, and then again... Saturday, July 7th at the Borgata. Two shows again for that one. So go Friday, go Saturday, go to as many shows as you can. And before I let you go, just want to remind you, check out nextlevelradioonline.com. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Google Play, and this way you get every new episode. This way you don't even have to go check the website. Check it out anyway. But uh, in case you aren't on the internet very much you can just subscribe on itunes and google play and it'll go right to your phone and you'll be ready to listen so uh, thanks again for checking it out thanks again to michael have a great week and we'll see you next time